You're listening to a Beautiful Life Podcast, a lifestyle pod for the girls who want to embrace all areas of life from mindset to aesthetics and everything in between. I'm your host, Kaylee Karcher, and every Monday I'll be serving you entertainment, inspiration, realness, and a little bit of tough love to give you the tools to live your version of a beautiful life from the inside out. Hello guys, welcome back to A Beautiful Life Podcast. As you can see, today's episode is a little financial queen episode. However, if you searched some sort of financial keyword and you've never listened to this show before, this is your disclaimer now that I am just a girl. I am not a financial expert. This is not financial advice. This is like big sister, best friend conversations about money and this is me explaining how Jay my husband and I organize our finances and have a weekly financial meeting every single Saturday morning with our coffees if you listen to this podcast I talk about this all the time I've I've referenced our little financial meetings and I feel like I just needed to do like a deep dive into actually what we do how we set it all up and how we just organize everything And the reason that I'm sharing this is because as a person who is not a financial expert or even someone who's considered themselves to be like good with money in the the majority of their life, this little method that we do has really helped and has just provided so much clarity and um, it's just only been good. And this podcast is called A Beautiful Life full with two L's because it is supposed to be fulfilling in all areas of life and obviously finances and money is like one of the most important areas of life even if you don't want to agree or admit that it's very important. So that's what this episode is going to be about. Before we get into the episode, we got to do some life updates as always. So Right now, as I record this, Jay is painting our fireplace from pink to white. We're going back to white because we rent this house. So our lease ends in November and we need to paint everything, obviously, back to white, back to its original color before we move. And we just keep thinking, like, if our landlord comes over and sees the pink fireplace, it's a very neutral pink if you are new here and don't follow me on Instagram at Kaylee Carter underscore. It's almost like it's a neutral color. So I wouldn't say that it's a jump scare and that it actually is like so, so cute and looks so gorgeous. But obviously he probably would be a little concerned and we don't want to cause any sort of turmoil. So we're just going to get ahead of it and start painting everything now so that it's all ready to go. And that's like one less thing we have to do before we move. That is, it's very sad. It's the end of an era. Like the pink fireplace really has been like the centerpiece of our living room for so long. It's going to be very weird to just have it be back to white. But I'm excited because that obviously also, the pink fireplace also kind of like boxes you in with like interior design things. So I am I feel like this is, it's going to be nice. It's going to feel fresh and new. So that's happening right now. Also, I just needed to tell you guys, okay, so... This is probably going to be weird as someone who loves interior design and also like having like cute cups like those kind of things are like so important to me. One thing we did not have is a just a classic set of white plates. So we had 
we have basically like mixed matched plates um we have two of those like stoneware like misshapen like chip and joanna target plates we used to have a full set but obviously like you know they break all the time so we're down to two and then we also have this like very eclectic 80s kind of dish set that it's like pink watercolory like purple green they're they're okay I thrifted them for literally one dollar so they're they've been nice to have but I was ready to have just like a nice classic set of white plates so I ordered two sets of four plates from Ikea they were literally like thirteen dollars a set so incredible prices and the reviews were really good they're just they couldn't be more basic of a plate but I'm just so excited to have a classic white plate but then I was scrolling Pinterest, the greatest place in the world, and I saw this like colorful silverware, like the handles were colorful, and I just thought that that's the coolest thing ever. Like that is just like the coolest, most eclectic little like, just like accent because I mean, silverware is boring. I right now, again, have mixed match silverware, which bothers me so much because I have like regular silver silverware and then I also have a few like probably four sets of black silverware because when I used to work at Pottery Barn I was like I'm gonna become a black silverware queen like everything's gonna be black well that didn't work out because first of all silverware is very expensive but also because it's you're allowed to put this silverware in the dishwasher and it started to like chip the black off and so it's a no for me. Like I can't have high maintenance silverware. So basically I'm just like, I've been at a standstill with just like mixed match silverware. And now I finally ordered from Amazon this gorgeous, colorful silverware. Obviously I'm going to post it on my Instagram stories because it's supposed to be delivered today, which is so exciting. Um, but so on Pinterest, I found this colorful set. So I like followed the link and the set was like $700, which of course, absolutely not. I will not be spending $700 on silverware. But um, it was so gorgeous. I was like, I need to find a substitute for this. So I did some digging on Amazon and I found some colorful silverware. And one thing about Amazon is like if you if you just like search colorful silverware, silverware, it doesn't show you all of the things you have to like click on something and then like go scroll down from that listing and then it shows you things like it. And then that's when you can get into the like cool niche stuff. So there's your Amazon hot tip, but I am just so excited and I had to share it with the world because they're so cute. And once again, I'm going to plug my Instagram one more time so that you can see on my stories what my silverware looks like. And that is at Kaylee Carter underscore all K's. Okay. Now we can get into the episode, which just one more time is not financial advice, but just what we do in my, in the Hill house. Um, oh, actually. Okay. One more one more update because I don't think that I've no I totally have mentioned on the podcast I don't know I cannot remember I changed my last name to Hill so technically legally I am now Kaylee Hill but my intro says Karcher my Instagram says Karcher as my last name so I'm just like I do not know what to do here so just so you guys know like I'm living a lie I'm finally a Kaylee Hill but everything is gonna say Kaylee Karcher I think I already talked about that. Anyway, all right, let's get into the episode. Okay, so 
obviously I've talked about how Jay and I do our financial meeting. I think I did it as a hot tip a few weeks ago on an episode. And then since then, I've probably like alluded to it before. But before I get into like what we do, I wanted to just point out this little like tidbit that I was listening to on a podcast probably a week ago and it was actually Natalia Benson's podcast and she was actually talking about organizing finances and she just mentioned that like gravity money has a law so as long as you're spending less money than you're making you are going to have some sort of financial abundance which is pretty obvious because I mean that's just a very simple concept but Having a plan is what is going to get you to that point, especially if you're a spender. If you love to shop, if you love like cute little things, cough, cough me, you need a plan so that you are not spending more than you're making. And it doesn't have to be this like, okay, this is the thing. I'm not trying to make this episode be like how to have a budget because a budget that you try to like plan three months out, it never works because there's always going to be something that you didn't plan for. There's always going to be a hiccup. And then once you start to do this like convoluted budget and then you can't because something came up that you weren't expecting, that's when you kind of just like quit and then fall off the budget train. So this episode is not about a budget, but just kind of like a weekly snapshot budget every single week. And the reason that I really love doing this is because it creates clarity. It creates a plan. It gets you and your partner on the same page because again, I do this with Jay. So if you're single, obviously like you only need to have yourself on the same page. But if you are in a relationship and you're married and or you guys just share finances in general or you're just trying to get on a track that is aligned with each other, this will just help you do that. Like this is just going to lock everything in place and just make you feel confident and clear and if you are not a financial expert or you feel like you're not good with money then all you can ask for is clarity and in a plan those two things are are going to help you out okay so jay and i have three bank accounts well we have bank of america which just has like your classic checking and savings and then we have an online bank account which is a marcus it's like marcus by goldman sachs it's literally just an app so signing up for it is as easy as signing up for an instagram account you don't have to go somewhere in person and immediately that is all i could ever ask for so the reason that i love having an a separate savings account is because We've all been there where you put some money in your savings and then you're like out shopping. You're like, "Mm, I'll just transfer a little bit over. You can't really do this with the Marcus account because it takes like one to three business days. And so it kind of keeps you grounded. It kind of keeps things like level headed and it it just feels more serious. And so what Jay and I both do is we automatically have 20% of our paycheck going to this other account. So we don't even see the money. And so it's just like becoming like, it's just growing in savings. So it's really nice. Obviously, if that's interesting to you, but you don't, you can't afford to not see 20% of your paycheck. You can start with any amount from your paycheck. And I'm pretty sure you can even do a dollar amount. So if you could just do $50 or something of each paycheck and then 
it's saving because like I feel like a lot of people get kind of tripped up on that because they're like okay well I can't afford to like put away $50 but it's like it's only gonna be there for you still so even if you're putting it aside it's still just gonna be there for in case you have some sort of emergency so I really think you should do it when I listen to like financial experts, they say you should be at least at minimum doing 10% of your paycheck. Again, if you can't afford to do 10% of your paycheck, then even putting $1 of each paycheck is still better than what you're doing now, which is nothing. So that's like one thing that I always have issues with. Like when, when financial experts say things like, oh, 10% minimum, it's like, okay, well, not everyone can do that. So Anything you can do is beneficial to yourself and worth it. So that's my little spiel on the accounts. So this is what we do. This is what our financial meeting is every single week. First, we lay out all of our little debts, savings, bills, everything. So first, I write the total amount that we currently have in our checking account. And from there... We take out whatever is for sure going to be coming out. So we know that we're going to be spending groceries. I'm obviously not going to use specific numbers in this episode, but we let's let's just say $50 again. We're going with the 50s today. So say we take out $50 automatically for groceries because we know that's what we're going to spend. And the reason that we got our specific grocery number is just by going each week and being like, okay. This is basically what we spend. So let's just automatically pull it from our our budget. And what I'm doing with this is setting up basically just like a very long subtraction equation, like in elementary school when you just did all the lines and you keep going. So we write the total and then automatically, and I'll just use this this week's little snapshot as an example so this week we didn't have any large bills I only had my cell phone bill and groceries that had to come out and then we had actually I guess we did have a few because we also had water and we had electric so immediately from that total I'm subtracting all those things and next to the number amount for them I'm writing like electric water just like labeling it so that it's super clear simple you can see everything laid out on the page After the bills that have to be coming out are coming out, I have a new total under a line. And so I can say, okay, now that I have like the essentials taken care of, this is what I'm left with. What are we doing with it? And then what I really like to do is off to the side from my main chart is to write like my debts and then my savings. So like we, like I already told you, we have two savings accounts. We have the one that's from Bank of America and that one we call like the reserves. So when we're putting any sort of money aside just for like to have money, obviously like to just save up, we just call that the reserves. We write the total that we currently have at the start of this financial meeting. And then we write the total that is in the Marcus savings account at the start of the financial meeting. And then we write the debts that we have Jay and I have three credit cards between us. We write what the balance is on all of those credit cards. And so every single number in our life is all right there. Like all of those numbers that we would need is all right in front of us. So now that we have the total after the essential bills are taken out, we can say, okay, how much of this do we want to transfer into our reserves so that we 
have just like a little bit more in there. How much of this do we want to use to pay off credit cards? I love doing this together because it just, again, it gets you both on the same page and it gets you both knowing all the numbers because obviously like one very common argument in relationships is finances and lying about finances or just not being clear with each other about where you're at or what your goals are is like it's just a rabbit hole that you really don't want to get down so coming up with a plan together for what you're going to be paying is just really nice and it just creates just such an open conversation and then if you maybe are taking turns paying off credit cards so like one week you're paying this one the next week you're paying this person's then you can clearly see that last week okay we paid off your credit card this week we're doing my credit card so it kind of just like really it gets the conversation going and it just I don't know it just makes things so much more streamlined and easy um and something that we also have so we have like rocket money and it shows you all of your statements and your little bills and all of that kind of stuff I don't really look at that but Jay does but what I do have is a shared notes app note on my phone so it says like all of the bills and it says what what time of month they come out so like in the middle of the month which is kind of right now that's when our electric comes out that's when our water comes out and that's when my cell phone is due at the beginning of the month is when rent is due and when our ymca membership is due and so it just like breaks it down we know what to expect and then i can see like if we're like uh what's coming out this week like is there anything we need to specifically pay for then it just helps it all be right there that's as you can probably tell that's like the most important thing to me is that everything is right in front of your face like laid out it's all on the table and you can just really see it all as I was like writing the notes up for this episode I have a notebook at my house that that's where I write like our to-do list so like in the mornings on Saturday when we do this financial meeting we make like a to-do list on the normal like new page of the notebook so we write the to-do list for the weekend and the first thing on the to-do list is always financial meeting and then on the page next to that which is on the back of the old to-do list is where we do like our little like financial equation scenario so I was flipping back through all of our recent weeks of like financial meetings and it's really interesting to see like it's it's very fun so I would also recommend doing this in a notebook where you can like flip back and see instead of just like some random loose paper that's going to get lost and and you're going to have like no record of of anything because also as I was scrolling back we saw from April we saw one of our financial things and we don't date them every time we should but we saw something from April and and we saw like what the number was in our savings compared to now and we're like oh wow like it was cool to see so it's kind of just like knowing your data knowing your numbers is always going to be helpful to you even if you are well actually especially if you are someone who's like avoidant of looking at their account and you're afraid to if you just get confident get real with yourself and look at stuff then you're already on a good path again we always even like the amount of money that we just want to like have sitting in our checking account we put that into the equation so like we'll put however much money 
add it to the equation. And it's not that we're trying to get down to zero at the end, but just making sure that we think about every little thing that's going to be part of the week and what needs to be paid during the week. And it's also really helpful to think ahead. So if you have friends coming or you have you need to replace the tires on your car or whatever it is, maybe you have an insurance payment coming up, like whatever it is, just think ahead of that. So we try not to get too ahead of like, like we don't even think about bills really that are coming up in the next couple weeks because that will be part of the next week's financial meeting. Like this is truly each week a snapshot of what happened this week and what's going to happen this week until we get paid again. And again, that's not professional financial advice. That's just what we do as novice financial queens. And it's really helped. It's and it's just it's honestly fun too. like that sounds like so dorky to say, but it it is like fun to just like get it all out there and feel like you have a plan and clarity and you guys are both working towards a certain goal. Like it makes me feel calm and peaceful. (laughs) So what we always do when we're thinking ahead if we're like thinking like oh do we have anything coming up that's what we use our reserves for which is the bank of america savings account so like we put any extra money aside because we're like oh we have friends visiting in a couple months we should put money aside so that we don't even have to think about doing anything because we know we're good we know we've saved up to just like have fun and kind of be a little bit reckless but it's okay because we plan for this literally having a plan is everything and I, I just feel like these kind of episodes are important to me because money is really not something that is taught in schools obviously unless you go to school for that which most people don't so it's just like very it's very important to have a plan for yourself and I am not using any sort of financial terms or anything one because it's just not part of my vocabulary that I regularly use anyway and also because I feel like once you start like getting these terms all mixed into the podcast episode it becomes just like unattainable and hard to really listen to like I can't stress enough that I'm just you know a normal girl just trying to plan things out in life and so I don't have any sort of background knowledge that you don't have I don't have any sort of anything that you don't have. So I just think it's really important to have conversations like this about finances, little big sister, best friend combos, so that you can get inspired with your own life to know that you actually can handle your finances and you can actually like know what's up and be just like on top of things. Because again, it is just such a freeing feeling to be on top of things and to know what's up. So that is what we do. So every time I talk about my financial meetings in any other episode, that's exactly what we do. It's just a long equation with labels and it's not sexy. And any financial person you ever listen to will tell you that money really isn't sexy it's like the things that are gonna actually get you from a to b are the things that are not sexy they're the things that are very straightforward and classic and plain and that's kind of like how everything in life is so I hope that this episode was inspiring for you I hope that you 
maybe implement your own financial meetings either with your partner or with yourself if you are obviously just like single. There's Ramit Sethi. I never can say his last name right. He has a Netflix show. He has a podcast. He has a book, I Will Teach You To Be Rich. And I think his Netflix now is just called like How To Become Rich. It's like a reality show where he interviews couples who some of them are not financially well off. Some of them are, but still they're mismanaging their money or they're not talking to their partners about it. And it's very interesting to watch just like all of this dialogue between partners and everything and how like some people, like some partners, they're like married and they still don't even like know what's going on with each other's finances, which I think is very interesting. So it is a very educational but also entertaining show to watch. I highly recommend. And reach out to me on Instagram if this helped you. At Kaylee Karcher underscore. And have a beautiful day. Bye. Thank you for listening to A Beautiful Life Podcast. If this episode brought you any value, it would be so amazing if you rated, reviewed, and shared the show with a friend. Let me know what you thought of the episode at A Beautiful Life Podcast and connect with me at Kaylee Karcher underscore. Thanks again for listening and have a beautiful day.